I'm Stacy. Hey, I'm Steph. Welcome to Harnessing Your Power, where we discuss everyday topics to break through the stigma and harness our power through self-mastery. Tune in every Tuesday to join us in conversation as we dig deep into our minds and get closer and closer to our highest self. Well, hello. How are you feeling, Steph? I am feeling amazing. How are you feeling? I am feeling good. A little sunburnt. For those of you here live with us or watching the video, I'm sure you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) You look Um, like you're blushing. Yeah, right? A permanent (laughs) blush. So I am feeling great, but physically a little burnt. (laughs) But today, we will be talking about something that should resonate with everyone, depending (laughs) on how you feel about it. (laughs) It's definitely something that we've all experienced. And as you see with the title, but I don't have time. I know that's an excuse that I've used a lot with myself, with other people, whatever it might be. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Um, So to get started, we are going to ask a few questions for you guys who are here live with us. So we would love your interaction and your answers in the chat. So the first question I have for you is, do you think time management is necessary to be successful? Uh, Should I give it a second? Yeah, let's wait one second. See if anyone answers. If you're just joining, I asked all of you to answer in the chat, yes or no, if you think time management is necessary to be successful. Ooh. Oh, Josh is oh, jumping ahead. I love it. <laughs> okay. So Josh said, you can't manage time, but you can manage yourself. And that is a really interesting perspective. I like how you said um, that you can manage yourself, because that's definitely something that I'm going to get into in a little bit in our conversation. <laughs> Josh said, let me chill. Almost time for you to get your own podcast, Josh. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Obviously. (laughs) Um, But it looks like most people said yes. What would be your answer, Steph? Um, Well, I want to go ahead and say yes, too. But I want to say I can really resonate with Josh's answer. Because I feel like I feel like we can sit here and manage our time. But what is time management in the long run? Is it... Like, I feel like when I think of time management, I think of a lot of getting structured and organized, but how are you actually taking that time and really using it? Mm. Interesting. Because I also kind of have a similar perspective about, you know, just like management of anything means putting in place some type of like structure and systems. But when it comes to time, is that enough for you to be successful just having some type of structures Mm. or is it more than that um Mm. but before we get there (laughs) ruby said you can't create time but you can manage yourself intention with your time oh exactly exactly um i have a second question but i'm gonna go ahead and say this point since some people had similar perspectives um something that i was listening to was saying that time management doesn't exist kind of like some of you have said that you can't create more time time is always moving forward you can't pause it you can't go backwards if you can let us know you'll be a guest on this podcast for sure 
But, you know, for most of us, you can't go forward and backwards in time. You're just where you're at. And the time is a continuous cycle that you have no control over. But what you can manage is your energy and how you spend your energy during that time. And that kind of relates to what Ruby and Josh is saying about managing yourself. And I just really like that perspective of looking at it in terms of managing your energy instead of just managing yourself, but really like being intentional, like Ruby said, with like how you're actually spending your time. Um, and that kind of goes into my second question a little bit, which again, answer yes or no in the chat. Do you think time management is necessary to live a happy life? Mm. So my first question was asking if it's necessary to be successful but now I'm asking, do you think it's necessary to be happy? I'm interested to see these answers. Yeah, so am I. To repeat the question, if you could drop yes or no in the chat, do you think time management is necessary to be happy? or to live a happy life? <laughs> Ruby's answer, yes, LOL. If I don't manage myself, I'd be a bum. <laughs> for those of you who just joined and asked for the question, I said, do you think time management is necessary Ooh. to live a happy life? Ooh, this answer is really good. Interesting perspective. So Josh said, no, but I think there's a difference between being happy and feeling fulfilled and accomplished. So it's a loaded question to me. Mm. That's really good. But can you be happy? If you're not fulfilled. I want to know your take. Oh, well, <laughs> I <laughs> am someone who I can definitely relate to what you said, Josh, about it being a loaded question. Um, because it definitely is. And I think it really makes you analyze like your own priorities and what happiness even is to you and what makes you feel happy. And I'm someone who very much correlates productivity to happiness mm. and like success and goals and all of that, like to happiness. But I don't think that's always like the best perspective um, because sometimes if I don't feel like I was productive enough, I feel like I shouldn't be happy. And that's definitely like not the right way to look at things. Um, but I think time management for me personally helps me to yes be happy but not in terms of time management about my work and my businesses and my goals but actually using time management and energy management to make sure that I'm scheduling in time for self-care and for fun things and to actually like look at my calendar and say okay I scheduled like 50 hours of work this week <laughs> Let me actually change that up a little bit and make sure that I'm putting time in there to care for myself and to actually like enjoy life while we're living. So for me, I think it is equally as necessary for 
success as it is for happiness. Mm. So as I was reading Josh's question, I feel like I could very much relate to what he was saying because I feel like I've had points in my life where maybe I wasn't at my happiest, but I wasn't not happy. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe not feeling fulfilled is exactly like that same feeling. But then again, saying, can you be happy without being fulfilled? Um, and I think you can find happiness in, I would say, can bring peace. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I wouldn't necessarily say more because I do think taking out the time, realizing when you need to add time into yourself to create that happiness. How intentional are you being about creating your happiness? And is your happiness tied to your job or to your to-do list? Because if it is, kind of how you were saying, at that point, if something doesn't go right, then does your happiness also not go right? Yeah. Um, and for me, it definitely can. Like I said, it ends up being a situation sometimes where I feel like I shouldn't let myself feel happy or I shouldn't let myself have fun if I didn't get all my to-do list done. Um, and through my own lifetime management, energy management journey and testing out different like strategies and different ways to do things, I realized that no matter what, you do no matter how expert of a scheduler you are no matter how effective you can spend each moment especially if you're an entrepreneur but even if not even if like no matter what you do with your life there will literally always be more on your to-do list mm. this is something i had to realize that i could write an endless to-do list because once one thing's done especially if it's like on the way towards a long-term goal the next thing is right there. And even just thinking about around the house, I mean, like endlessly, I could be cleaning my house and mm. endlessly you could be meditating or working out. Like you can always do more and there's always more to do. So something that helped me be able to be more successful with actually like being effective with my time was letting go of that expectation and letting go of that pressure and just realizing that no matter how much I get done, there's going to be more on the list. Mm. So let me just do the best I can, be the most effective that I can, and then be okay with it and go to sleep and don't focus on everything I didn't do, but focus on everything I did get done. Mm. Um, so that's, that's just a little thing I wanted to share because if you're like me, you can put a lot of pressure on yourself with things in life. And it was actually my boyfriend who said that to me. One day he was like, Stacey, you're always stressing out you're always going to have something on your to-do list. So are you just mm. always going to be stressed about it? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, so I feel like you kind of went into this a little bit, but I do want to get like perspective from people that are on here and also from you, but okay. We've established that time management is I feel like mostly everybody agrees that yes, we do need it for success and we do need it for happiness. Um, but why? Like, why do we need time management? Like, and I feel like you kind of went into that, which is why I went back to it. Um, but does that like, does that make sense the way? Yeah, um, it definitely does. Um, 
you can wait to see if anybody answers if you'd like. Yeah. Um, and we've gotten some. To me, happiness comes and goes, and it's not permanent. We got to chase that shit every day. But for the long term and not in the moment, time management is required. I feel like fulfillment and the feeling of accomplishments help sustain happiness for the long term. I agree. Um. Mm. Happiness without fulfillment can turn into an empty feeling. It may provide a short-term relief, but like Josh said, that long-term, I think, is where the peak happiness and peacefulness will be. I definitely agree. Um, and, you know, I'm going to write that down because I feel like kind of like breaking down happiness is a whole other conversation that we can get into at some point. And it is really loaded and it is really complicated and really personal too. I think that would be a good topic. And Ruby or Josh, maybe you can be a guest. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Um, but getting to your question, Steph, like why do we need time management? So when we were discussing about time management before this, I know one thing that we both brought up is morning routines and night routines. And I definitely want to hear about your journey with that and, you know, some things you do in your morning routine. But to answer your question about, like, why we need time management or why we even need, like, these morning and night routines, um, I was reading this article all about this Harvard study, and they had done this really extensive study that proved that workplace stress can be just, just as dangerous or more dangerous than secondhand smoke. Wow. And on one hand, it's like, well, wow. But on the other hand, like, it makes sense because we know that stress kind of negatively affects everything about our health and our body, and we can even feel that. But it was just interesting that they did, you know, an extensive study that proved that. And they were discussing that um, effective time management is the key to not having that type of stress. And one big way that you can just set your entire day up for success is with your morning routine. And they broke down um, 10 different benefits to having a morning routine. And the first one is that obviously to prepare for your day ahead, to come to your day with intentions and like look at your plan and like just take charge of your day from the beginning. And that leads also to increased productivity to feeling in control, mm. lower stress. It can help you to develop healthy habits, boost your energy. It can improve your relationships because it can improve your emotional control. It can combat forgetfulness, improve confidence, and it can help you learn to be flexible. Because mm. although you might have like this morning routine and it might help you get into like the specific thing you do every day. Starting to have like flexibility even in that can just lead to like being more flexible. And like they were just really talking about how specifically with a morning routine, all the energy that you bring into a morning routine and everything that you're thinking really sets up your entire day. So getting into the habit of having a morning routine every day can just set all of your days up to be filled with more happiness and more success and just better management of your energy. 
So I really like your answer because you talked about how it sets up the rest of your day with a morning routine. Um, but as I was, and I'm going to read some of these other answers. Um, Soraya said, time management is needed because those goals that give us fulfillment when we accomplish them require small details that add to the bigger picture. The key to your success is in your daily routine. Ruby mm. said, if it wasn't for time management, I would spend eight hours scrolling through my phone, 15 hours working on music and zero hours on income producing activities. And something that I noticed from both of their answers is that Soraya and Ruby, you both very much related your time management to specifically your goals and specifically like income producing activities, work activities, um, and things like that. But when I was listening to this talk, um, I wish I would have got his name. I definitely didn't. But he talks about most people would say time is precious when we get asked, why do we need time management? But a lot of people say because time is money. And I think a lot of people associate time with work, time with money, time with all of those things. And something that was pointed out was for a lot of people who look at time as money or time as work, they become more agitated. They're always in a rush, volunteer less, little things like that. And that's not to say that it's bad to think time is money at all, um, because I think you're very much looking at it in a time management way. But when we're looking at ourselves as that, can we manage our time to also think about time as life instead mm -hmm. of time equaling money? You know, <laughs> um, instead of time equaling money. Um, a quick story that he had said is there was this man who got paid $160 an hour. And he said, well, time is money. Every hour that I spend with you, I'm wasting $160. But even that, when we start thinking about our time as money or our time as work, what are we thinking when we're with our families? What are we thinking, you know, as a parent, I'm not a parent, but as a parent, when now this person who makes $160 an hour is spending an hour with their daughter, is the $160 on your mind? Or are you fully there with your family? Mm. So how are we looking at time? And are we always seeing time as money? And that's not to say that time isn't money. Yes, there is. But how can we manage our time where we don't only look at time as money, but also as happiness in life and other perspectives? So is money the real value of time? Wow. Or I'm thinking I need more passive income, <laughs> says Ruby. Um, wow. I really love how you said looking at time as life not like just as money and then like is the real value of time money and I think it comes down to like a fine line between valuing our time mm. but not like only prioritizing the money aspect mm. because I get what that story could have meant like let's say that you were having a conversation with a friend who like it's just complaining, complaining, complaining. Like, all they ever do is complain. It's not like they actually really need you in that moment. They're just, like, draining your energy and, like, bringing you down. And you could have been making $160 that hour instead. Then I feel like it could be fair to be, like, listen. Like, my time is valuable and, like, you know, you're kind of wasting it or whatever. But that actually leads me to another point of something 
um, actually in one of my sustainability courses this past semester, it was all about waste and different types of waste. Mm. And the professor is very philosophical and brought in a lot of elements of wasted time and a wasted life. So is there even such thing as wasted time? This was a whole discussion we had in my class. Is there mm. any such thing as wasted time? Because even in that moment where that friend might have been like draining all your energy and there really wasn't any positive outcome, is that still wasted? Because maybe in the long sense, that was still something that's going to help them. You know, like, I think really just like, for me, the way that I see it to be able to still value my time, but not like, only see it as money is seeing it as energy. Mm. Because money is energy too. And time is energy. And the only energy I have control over is my own to attract more energy in the form of money and to be able to successfully use my energy in the form of time. And I feel like breaking it down like to the energy level, you kind of see everything as like equal. Mm. Okay. Um, hold on. But time is life. Everyone in the chat definitely time. agreed with that. No, time is life for sure. And then this is a question that I wasn't sure if I was going to add in here, but um, the whole point of this talk that I was listening to was reinfusing time management and philosophy, which you just mentioned. And he mentioned if we just ask more questions about time, would we look at time differently? Kind of, you know, the conversation that we're having now. And just a quick warning, I did think this question was a little intense, but as the explanation goes on, I, it softened it. But the most important question in philosophy, he said, is why should I not kill myself right now? Mm -hmm. And in that, I was like, okay, wait, what? But then it goes back down to when you're thinking about that, when you're thinking about why should, why am I on this earth? Why am I here? You're thinking about all the reasons that you should be living and you should be managing your time. What are the things that you should put into your time? What are the things that you're living for? Mm. And making those things priority. Why are sometimes, like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes we prioritize things that, yes, maybe they'll help us reach our goals, but are they helping us reach our happiness? Right. I like how you said, like, what, what are you living for? And can you add more of that into it? Because that's the other thing that I don't feel like time management is just figuring out how you can be most productive, but it's how you can also add in time for those things that will make you feel good. Yes. No, I agree. And something that I listened to had mentioned, we have more time now than our grandparents and grand great grandparents did before. But we're the ones who complain that we have no time. Back in the day, they didn't have frozen meals. All their meals had to be cooked. They didn't have laundry services or Netflix. Remember when we used to watch commercials 
or flexible jobs that or allow like us the more internet. Time. Oh my gosh. Like every time the internet's going slow, I'm like, how did we used to wait like 10 minutes for one website to load? Literally. And all these things, like now we live in such a flexible time where we can get things to us in an instant. I, I order on Amazon Prime a lot more than I probably should, but that saves me time from going shopping. You know, what are all these things that maybe we're taking for granted, but we also have more options to help consolidate our time to do different things with our time mm. yeah we complain the most about having no time not we but like you know us this as a whole right? yes yeah. that's so interesting um I actually never thought about that and I do feel like there are a lot of things in society that prioritize productivity like everything about our society is just to get the most work out of us during our lifetime as like they can get um but like how and why have we gotten to this place where we feel like we always have to move so much faster and things have to just keep going so fast and we're always just rushing and we never have time like mm. it just feels like we're at such a place um in society where like everyone says that like what that's why we put this title it's yeah something <laughs> everyone can relate to but the thing is that we do have the time but are we just using that as an excuse that we don't have the time Ooh. or are we just not spending our time? That's what they always talk about. You know, spend your time wisely. But as you talk about saying it as an excuse, I was going to wait till the end to say this, but we trick ourselves into thinking that we're not free to do what we want with our time. We have to do this or we have to do that because if we're not free and if we're not in control of our time, we're not responsible for that. So we're not thinking, what would my life have been better if I did this instead? If I put more time into my work or if no, I spent more time with say, my family? There was not enough time. There wasn't enough time. It's an excuse. Wow, yeah. Steph. That <laughs> was mind-blowing because um, just some different like spiritual stuff I've been reading lately and like about the um, anthropology of like religions and spiritual stuff and just anthropology is like the study of like human societies over time and in the past and everything. And a lot of stuff I've been reading has been about the ultimate desire that all humans innately have is freedom mm. and freedom in all the different ways and all the different levels. So that's so interesting that like, we block our own freedom and then just blame it on an arbitrary thing such as time. Yeah. When really, like you said, it's like us. Um, and it's really comes down to us spending our time as we need to and effectively. And again, that doesn't just mean like only with productivity things, but to me, effective time is also when you're meditating and doing all those things that make you feel good. Ruby said, most people refuse to accept personal responsibility for their habits or actions. Everyone has time. Most people just don't have enough discipline and don't care to create it. Mm. 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 And don't care to because you can kind of just guide. You can cruise through life saying that you never have enough time and just staying right where you're at. It does take like the desire and the discipline, I feel like, to really elevate past that. Josh said, Tony Robbins talks about 
net time, which stands for no extra time. So like listening to audiobooks while you clean or like just multitasking in different ways like that, um, which I definitely agree with. And it's something that I have started to do more, like specifically with listening to audios while doing other things. Yes, audios <laughs> at the gym. Same. For a while, I was like, especially with like personal development videos, I was like, I want to be able to like sit down and just listen and write notes. But like, that's not really the point of audio or like even of our podcast obviously here with instagram live hopefully you're watching our face <laughs> but with the <laughs> podcast like that's kind of the point of audios is to be able to just listen while you're doing other things mm -hmm. and really make sure you take a look at the moon thanks no it's a full moon today or i think the full moon was last night but maybe it's still today um we are coming up on our time mark today. We were planning on keeping this one a little bit shorter. So I'm going to read um, some of these last comments. And then I had one last point I wanted to bring up. Ruby said, your future self could come slap you in the face and tell you you need to change. And people will still say, I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Ruby, you're coming for me. Um, <laughs> She said that's being a slave to your habits. Ooh. Which leads me right into um, my last point, which is actually about habits. Um, so, you know, we briefly mentioned about like a morning routine and a night routine. And we might have to bring that topic back at some point too, because I actually do want to get into like different things people do in their morning routine. Um, but mm. we are coming up on time for today. So one thing I wanted to talk about is about habits and about changing oh slave to your ego about um changing your habits and creating new habits and letting go of bad habits and things like that so the main thing i wanted to bring up is something i'm actually going to draw really quick on the whiteboard and it's actually going to be backwards which i just remembered but it's okay. <laughs> so first, a habit is a repeated routine or behavior. And habits are created and really like set into stone by something called the habit loop. And the habit loop starts with a cue or a trigger. And that cue or that trigger then leads to the action or behavior, which is like the habit. And that leads to a reward. And that leads right back to you experiencing that cue again. So the example that they gave is the cue or the trigger of being sleepy or being really tired because you didn't sleep enough last night. So then that action that you're going to have is to have coffee. And then the reward that you're going to feel is energized. And that the deeper thing behind it is that since you've experienced like a positive reward, you're probably not going to prioritize sleeping tonight because you know you could just have another cup of coffee. So you're just going to get tired again and you're just going to have another cup of coffee again and feel energized again and then get tired again and have another cup of coffee and then like just keep going through it. So that was a really interesting way to break it down to me. I'm feeling so attacked. <laughs> She could see it in my face. I'm like, you were like, I was like, the coffee was not the coffee. <laughs> but it's true. Um, and specifically with coffee. <laughs> thank you, Josh. I love the whiteboard. 
specifically with coffee, it's something I have also been striving to like not have to have a cup of coffee every day. But then when I start to feel a little bit tired, I'm like, oh, but I know that it's going to give me energy. But just for a second, like coffee isn't actually something that will help your overall energy level. So I feel like it's a good example of a habit that's not necessarily like a bad habit, but it's something we can all relate to and to understand how those habits can like really become ingrained. And just thinking about that type of complex, even when it comes to a bad habit, because it was mentioning that even a bad habit, let's say like you have a habit of going out every weekend and partying. So the reward that you might feel is like happiness and fun and like all the good stuff. And that's going to lead you to like have the cue to go out and go party again. But like Josh said, that crash is going to be serious. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of negatives that are coupled to that reward. But to me, understanding the reward aspect is how I'm able to like actually change that habit. It was talking about how some people need to focus more on the cue or the trigger. So like for coffee, you need to focus on why you're feeling sleepy. But for something like partying, it might be better to focus on the reward because that's why you're doing the whole thing is like for that reward. So being able to like break down your habits and like really analyze it in that way, I feel like can also like remove your emotions from it. And you can just really look at it in it like a managing type of way. Like is this habit serving me and helping me make the best mm. use of my time and feel my best or not? I think that's the most important part of everything that was just said right now is, is this habit helping me mm. and really being aware of our habits? Because I think sometimes cool, even like when it comes down to time management, like maybe we don't even realize the habit, like maybe you get so much into a habit that you formed that you don't even realize it's something that's hindering you in the long run. Mm -hmm. Um, and being able to really track what it is that you're doing um, and track those habits that make you feel good or even if they don't make you feel good. Um, but I think, is this helping me? Like asking those questions around your time, asking those questions around your habits. Um, and I know we're finishing up soon, so really quick. Um, something that I know you said you wanna come back to like morning and night routines. But something that I started last night, so nothing too crazy, was um, I have a Calm the Chaos journal. And it asks, it asks things about today and things about tomorrow. And um, just really asking you questions that, about things that are serving you. So today, I took care of myself in the following ways. And it gives you different things to do. How much sleep did you get? Moved my body. Did something fun slash pleasurable. Took the time out for reflection slash meditation. Ate nutritious. And then tomorrow I want to feel. Tomorrow I will focus on something I need to let go of and I trust will work out is. Um, but I think little things like that to go in with time management is, hey, are we checking those habits? Are we checking ourselves and really asking, did I do the very best for myself today? Um, and then really quick, just to plug us in right here, um, Stacy and I have been working on 
Um, you know, she mentioned in the beginning, we are now a podcast and on YouTube, and we have been working on a few tangible things for you guys. Um, we are going to be working on some workbooks to help harness your power and get closer to your highest self. And we will be having a free PDF dropping at some point soon that we are working on. Um, most likely some habit tracking, some journal prompts. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Yes. Shameless plug. I love it. <laughs> um, I'm really excited for all of those new things to come out for everyone. Thank you, everyone, for your support and the chats. I love it. I was going to say something about what you said about the habits, and now I'm just thrown off with the excitement. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Yeah, I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, but... We're talking about habit tracking. Is it, like, oh, serving yes. you? Okay. Like, how you were mentioning, um, like, having that Calm the Chaos journal that kind of guides you through some of those type of reflections and things like that. And I feel like that kind of goes back to one of the first points that Ruby actually said in the chat about being intentional. And mm. I think that is really where you're able to find the most success in being effective with your time and the most happiness. It's not just the time management, but really being intentional about it. Mm. For a while, I use a paper planner. Um, and for a while, I was making like these amazing schedules, like amazing, even scheduling breaks in there and stuff like that. And then the time would come and I was like not following it at <laughs> all. And it really took some like self-reflection and some time for me to... <laughs> you guys are funny in the chat <laughs> and it took um me having like some mindfulness and having some intentions to understand why I wasn't able to follow the schedule I was creating and to be more intentional about it and also to understand that all of this is like unique to you obviously mm. there's like general things and general things in a morning routine that can be good for everyone but it's unique to you. And sometimes you also have to make compromises with your lifestyle. This is mm. the last thing I'm going to say, and then we'll let everyone go. But for example, one morning routine and night routine that would be ideal for my life would be no electronics and no phone for the first hour of waking up and for two hours before going to sleep. Um, specifically for like the biological aspects of like the blue light and the EMF of the phone and a bunch of stuff I could talk about forever. Um, but also for the mental aspect of like not, of not, not being tapped into electronics. But as most of you know, Steph and I are in the markets, we trade and those markets are 24 seven. And particularly some good times to trade are very early in the morning for me. So some days I <laughs> literally, literally accept for trades. I wake up and within like 30 seconds of opening my eyes, plug into my phone before I even get out of bed because I need to catch those trades that Zakar is about to call out. <laughs> so I just want to end it with a note that yes, we do have all the time in the world. We have the time to do everything that we need to do and that we want to do and that will make us feel good and that we can manage our own energy 
and we could create some type of schedule to feel like we're managing the time a little bit. But at the end of the day, be flexible and be kind to yourself because time is always going to be moving forward. So if you're just only focused on managing it, like you're going to go nowhere. So give yourself a little bit of slack. Wake up to catch those trades. Maybe a different day. Don't look at your phone. <laughs> Yeah, right. The blue screen. Yeah. Right. I don't want the blue light because of my eyes, but I'll see the blue screen. That's okay. <laughs> he said that's a good habit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Thank you guys for being so interactive today. Yes, for real. But with all of that being said, um, we are coming up on time. We probably went a little over on time today. Um, but as always, thank you, Stacey, for being here with me every other week now. Thank you for everyone who is on and has been super interactive. We are so appreciative of you. And be on the lookout for some Harnessing Your Power workbooks coming out soon. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. See you all soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.